1: So, 16 weeks and you're midway between scans. This is also the time you'll have another appointment with your midwife.
0: Yes, and this week I'll be testing Lucy on pregnancy jargon. See if she knows the difference between a sweep, a ventouse and a fontanelle. But first, this. What's happening for baby?
1: Time for your favourite bit here,
0: Claire. This week your baby is the size of an avocado. And I do like an avocado. And actually it's a super healthy thing to eat in pregnancy, as long as you don't eat three which is probably what I would have done when I was pregnant.
1: In the next three weeks your baby will go through a tremendous growth spurt more than doubling her weight. As your baby grows in size so does the placenta which helps to support and nourish her.
0: Your baby's neck muscles are gaining strength and her head sits more upright on her body. As her coordination develops she may now be able to clasp her hands together in front of her. It's amazing to think a baby at 16 weeks is starting to have Any kind of coordination, isn't it? Oh, it's absolutely mind-blowing. On top
1: of your baby's head, the tiny lines on her scalp pattern are beginning to form, although there won't be any hair just yet. A groove called the philtrum is starting to appear under your baby's
0: nose, giving her top lip its distinctive cupid bow shape. The details. Your baby now has a fully working circulatory system, pumping blood around her body. What's happening for you?
1: So, this week we are talking PGP or pelvic girdle pain, which sounds like some kind of horrendous contortion, but PGP is an umbrella term for aches and pains in the joints of your pelvis. It's caused by your joints moving unevenly or not working properly, which puts a strain on your muscles and other joints.
0: Oh, yes, I had this during pregnancy and it can be very uncomfortable and it can make walking quite tricky. Oh, just thinking about it actually brings back the discomfort.
1: Oh, it's horrible. If you're
0: suffering with this, you definitely have my sympathies. I found it felt like the sort of front of my pelvis was at two different levels. Oh, it probably was. Like, <sighs> out
1: pelvic girdle pain happens when the pregnancy hormone relaxing loosens the ligaments in your pelvis. If you're finding it uncomfortable to get out of the car or to stand or sit for a long time, talk to your GP or midwife. If you don't get help for PGP early, it can get worse as your pregnancy progresses. Did that happen with you?
0: Yes, although the second time I went and saw a physio and had an appointment, which really helped. And they can give you a support to wear as well.
1: Oh, so do catch it earlier rather than
0: later then? Definitely. So it will come as no surprise that you gain weight when you're pregnant. Lucy and I are perfect examples. Yeah, I think I probably doubled in size, like your baby's going to do in the
1: next few weeks. Yeah. Most women do put on somewhere between about 10 and 12 and a half kilograms. So that's about one and a half to two stone. But we blew those figures out of the water and it's no <laughs> boast. No. Um, You want to be in the best fitness you can be for your pregnancy and birth. So obviously try and stay as healthy and fit as you can.
0: Although most of your weight gain happens after 12 weeks, Wearing your favourite pre-pregnancy clothes may already feel like a distant memory. The extra numbers on your scales are not just from the weight of your baby, though, or from the constant eating I need to do to stop myself from feeling sick, are they?
1: No, they're not. By the time you reach your due date, the amniotic fluid surrounding your baby will weigh about, it's about 0.8 kilograms. Wow. And your placenta will weigh about 0.7 kilograms. The extra blood pumping around your body, increased breast size, excess fluid and fat stores, Plus the extra muscle around your womb will combine to weigh about a little more than a stone, about 7.7 kilograms.
0: Wow, fascinating. So if I were you, I would stop squeezing into those tight jeans and have a look for some elasticated or maternity clothes now. Too much to ask.
1: This week, we're talking jargon. There's so many strange things written in your maternity notes, aren't there? I mean, what does cephalic even mean?
0: Yes, it's true. Sometimes it sounds like midwives and doctors, as well as some of your friends, have swallowed a whole new dictionary, doesn't it, when it oh, comes yeah. to baby terminology. So this week, we're going to have a quick fire round, Lucy. Okay. I'm going to shout out a word and see how much you've learned since working at Baby Centre as an editor. Okay, let's give it a go. I'm up for it. Finger on the buzzer then. Here goes. Let's see if you can get 12 out of 12, Lucy. Hit me with it. The first word is cephalic.
1: Okay, cephalic. Spelt with a C. It's even confusing from the start. Um, I'm pretty sure that it means relating to your head. So if you sit in your maternity notes, if the midwife's written cephalic position, it means head down. That's that's how your baby's positioned.
0: That's usually good news, isn't
1: it? Yeah, that's how you want them.
0: Sweep is your next one.
1: Okay, I have this... Several times, so I will never, ever forget this one. Um, It's when a midwife sweeps her finger around the opening of your cervix to help start labour. What a joy. Induction. Okay, yeah, it means artificially bringing on labour, basically. So I had this actually with both of my births for different reasons. A balloon catheter might be used. It's put up your vagina. I had a pessary, which is a hormone tablet. I think I had about four of those. Um, And an induction is also if your waters are broken... So if if the midwife breaks your waters to try and bring on labour. Also, if you have a drip, that's an induction. So I had the pessary, but then to move things on as well, I had a drip of syntosin on to speed things up. Pretty sure I had that as well.
0: Right. The next one is Fontanelle. Okay, fontanelle, that's the soft spots
1: on a newborn's head. It's where their bones haven't fused together.
0: And now I think we're going for a French word, ventouse.
1: Oh, ventouse. Um Yeah, it's basically it's a baby plunger to help deliver your newborn. So if you have a ventouse, it'll be considered an assisted labour.
0: Our next word is vernix.
1: Vernix, that's the white, greasy stuff that covers a newborn. Yeah, and Doppler. Doppler. I always forget this one, but... I'm pretty sure it's when the midwife listens to your baby's heartbeat. So it's the machine that they use, the kind of ultrasound. I think it's an ultrasound. Prima gravida. Okay, prima gravida. I get confused, but I'm pretty sure that is a woman who's pregnant for the first time. Well done. And then the next one is MATB1. Right, that's matb so it's a mat b1 form and it's the form you get from your midwife um after your 20 weeks and it means it's to confirm you're pregnant basically you need it because you need to give it to your employer for maternity benefits so to mm-hmm. then go on and get maternity pay and leave pretty important yeah preeclampsia preeclampsia it's a condition in pregnancy you can actually get it soon after birth as well and it's relating to how effectively the placenta is working so it's quite an important one to know this one it's noticed through raised blood pressure or protein so your midwife will spot it at midwife appointments um but you can might notice it if you spot if you've got Swollen face, hands, or, or feet. So, you know, you kind of a lot of pregnant women get swollen ankles. That is a sign. Also, getting a severe headache, feeling really sick, they're signs too. And it's one to do a bit more reading on, check up on the signs and symptoms because you should really, really seek medical advice.
0: Okay. But the key confusing thing is you can have swollen ankles and not have preeclampsia, can't you? Because I definitely had that.
1: Yeah, it can be really normal as well. But it's just worth, if you get swollen ankles, it might be worth getting it checked.
0: Okay. Mucus plug. Mine was like a giant's
1: bogey. I completely remember it really clearly first time. It's what it says it is. It's basically a plug of mucus at the opening of your cervix. But loads of women won't notice it. It doesn't mean even if you did that you're about to go into labour straight away. Um, I've got, yeah, I've got no idea. Second time, I didn't even notice mine coming out. It might even look a bit like discharge.
0: Mm. There's something to look forward to. So I think you did very well there, actually, Lucy. Thank you, 12 out of 12. Thank you very much. Okay, time to move on. Bring on part four. What do you expect this week?
1: So part four, antenatal classes.
0: Yes, this is your reminder to book onto your NHS classes or get signed up for private sessions. They aren't for ages, but if you want to get on some in your area, then it's a really good idea to put them now. And block them out in your diary and your partners if you have one. Baby Centre also has a free
1: online antenatal community group that you may find helpful. And there's an antenatal teacher in there to answer questions. So that's a good option. But it's a great, great thing to get them in early. I remember definitely trying to book mine up because they were so booked up in my area. And it's a good thing to go and do together, isn't it? And plan.
0: It's a nice thing to do together. Lastly, baby names. When things are a bit tough on the pregnancy front, then it's a good way to remember the end product, isn't it? And getting excited (laughs) about baby names and those things.
1: Oh, there's still loads of time to decide. But if you are starting to make lists of names already, then you can check out loads of name ideas on Baby Center, and there's a tool to find out what each name means, which is quite quite fun. Oh, great! We both talked about various names for girls and boys both times, even though we knew what we were having. Right? We just went with the ones we liked, though. To be honest, we still talk about the names that we'd choose if we had another baby. I would definitely Ooh. go for Tabitha. Maybe this
0: time
1: <laughs> and for a third. Um, my husband, though, he actually genuinely suggested Clive or Malcolm. Oh,
0: my husband genuinely suggested Royston. <laughs> Not that obviously Roy, Clive, or Malcolm
1: are uh, not great names. They're names, brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think now I slightly like more daring names. I love Ophelia or Delphine, and I love Fox for a boy or
0: Rex. Oh, well, maybe your children are quite close <laughs> escapes there. Um, but yeah, no, I love Rex and all those short boy names. I mean, not names for short boys, obviously, but <laughs> short ones like Ted, Dan, yeah. Zach. They pack a punch, don't they? And they're really easy to spell as well. Yeah.
1: Great when they're <laughs> you know, the a few years down the line. you're a child,
0: it's always good. Girls wise, a friend of a friend called her girls Ruby, Scarlet and Rosie. And I just love the strength of the theme there as well as actually loving the, the individual names. As oh, well. that's
1: brilliant. I love that. We floated them by family. I don't know if you did, but we I'm pleased we did actually because one of the boys' names that was quite up on our list, we found out that there was a bit of a, an unsavoury character in the family. So we just we just deleted it because we thought it might actually be a Ooh. bit upsetting when we found that out.
0: Yeah, because sometimes checking people's reactions to your name ideas can have sort of mixed results, can't it? Because you get everyone's opinion and then a name you love can be spoiled. But yeah. I think it is worth doing it for close family as they will all have to live the name for a long time as well, won't they?
1: Yeah, Yeah, although sometimes you just think, well, this is the name I love, so I'm going with that one.
0: My friend's husband was really good at thinking of every popular nickname that a child could be, like, being based on their name. (laughs) Brilliant. So I think they avoided a few on the back of that.
1: And you get those names that hover around at the top of the list for years. I mean, there's been... similar ones in the top 10 for for many years but some parents prefer those classical names that won't stand out and others like something more unusual
0: but watch out because what you think is unusual might be occurring to other parents right now yeah
1: it becomes super popular so that brings us to an end for this week we should remind you that the podcast don't replace medical advice and you should speak to your own doctor or midwife if you have any concerns
0: we hope you stay well stay healthy and look forward to 17 weeks next week bye 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 Thanks so much for listening to The Parent Pod. If you'd like more expert advice and information, chat to others at your stage of pregnancy or get emails tailored to you and your baby. Download the BabyCentre app now or visit babycentre.co.uk. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Just search for BabyCentre UK. All the info we cover in each episode is linked in our show notes. If you loved our podcast and found it useful, please rate and review The Parent Pod wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to share it with your partner and friends.